Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Randy Bauman in the DVE Morning Show. In the wake of the Super Bowl, some items you might not be aware of. Well, we talked briefly about this yesterday. If you missed it, a Shields Healthcare ad aired after the Super Bowl. Featured Tom Brady showing off his five championship rings. So they had to sit on that one. Thing is, it was obviously shot before the Super Bowl, so it's a good thing the past months in won. advance. I think in... they said September. Really? Yeah. yeah. When he was on his suspension, I, I read that's when they shot it. Tom. Hi. Welcome to Shields MRI. Would you please remove all jewelry and place it in the locker? Oh yeah, sure, no problem. Tom Brady trusts Shields MRI. Oh, you can too. Is that all? <laughs> Actually, no. I forgot this one. Oh, it's got you. We're going to need to get you a bigger locker. Roger that. Roger that. Shot at Roger Goodell. How about that? (laughs) I missed that the first time. You got to love that. Oh, Pursuita. He got booed so bad after the Super Bowl. Roger Goodell just getting. Thought he was Gary Bettman. Getting hammered after the game. Super Bowl 51 featured the greatest comeback in Super Bowl history, but that wasn't enough to set a new ratings record for the second year in a row. Ratings are down, although that's sort of silly to say because that's down from Super Bowl 49 in 2015 which was the number one most-watched broadcast in U.S. history. Was that S- Seattle-Denver, or who, who was that? Yeah. Was that Patriots-Seattle? No, that was last year. No, that was... 2015 was two last years ago. Last year was Denver. Seattle-Patriots. Seattle, Seattle yeah, Patriots. In Denver beat the Panthers, beat yeah. Cam Newton Seattle Patriots, the uh, inter- yeah, the yeah. interception game. Seattle-New England, yeah. This year's game still drew 101 point th- 111 rather, point three million viewers which makes it tied for the fourth most-watched broadcast. 2014's game is second all-time with 112.2 million viewers. Last year's game is third with 111.9 million, and this year's game tied with Super Bowl 46 in 2012. The last eight Super Bowls rank number one through number eight. The 1983 series finale of MASH is the ninth most-watched show in history with 105.9 million viewers. And those numbers represent... Specifically what? People watching the Super Bowl. Like, a, are they, <laughs> is one TV one point, or how does it, because, yeah, I, how I don't do know how you accurately that? assess. Right, because it could be one TV, gathering but at parties and stuff. People they the arrive at some sort yeah. of number, you know. What I'm trying to get at is, I think it's higher than that. No, probably. Definitely. It's an yeah. inexact science, obviously. Um, and I blame the Falcons for not. Like, if it would have been the Cowboys and the Patriots or us and the Cowboys or even the Packers and the Patriots, legendary Like numbers. all ratings numbers, Mike, they are representative. So right now, let's say, the 10 people who are turning this station off because this conversation is unbearable actually represent thousands of people. See what I'm yeah. saying? That's how it works. How about the one guy that says, give it a chance, it might get better? Uh, the rest of the guys at work already beat him to the punch, and they, they, they're listening to Satellite. Hey, now. we don't want any fair-weather listeners. If they're not going to be with us in our times of, whoa. Whoa. 
Variety reporting. Did ratings. they count Wahlberg? The did ratings you just for do uh, an impre- of Joey from yeah, Blossom. I did. Uh, <laughs> that was impressive. Variety is reporting Whoa. that the uh, ratings for uh, uh, President Trump's interview before the Super Bowl were, were not uh, good. Uh, President Obama's pre-Super Bowl interviews were all better. I think people no, are little... no, 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 no. That's misrepresented. That Fake was the news. most watched pre-Super Bowl interview of Trump, all time period. Trump's sit-down with Bill O'Reilly drew 12.2 million viewers. Wrong. Obama's first interview with Matt Lauer in 2009, 21.9 million viewers. Obama's lowest number came in 2014 when he only attracted 14.9 million. Of course, none of this matters, Fake but news. there's one person who might really, uh, this might matter to. There's actually only one person that this I, I, would matter to. Nah, he's still celebrating the Falcons' victory. 24 Legacy <laughs> premiered right after the Super Bowl. It got 17.6 million viewers, which is down from what shows usually get in the post-Super Bowl slot. I, I think people threw their remotes in disgust and turned the TV off. That was like the Outside worst. Outside of New England. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's down 3 million viewers from what Stephen Colbert's special episode of The Late Late Show got on CBS last year. But for comparison, the premiere of CBS... S's undercover boss got 38.7 million million viewers in 2010. So, you know, this also went into overtime. That was a little bit of a disadvantage for it. So this was a low post-game audience as compared to other Super Bowls. And again, I think it's because it was a super exciting finish. And uh, a lot of people, like everybody in this room, well, most of the people in this room were disgusted. And uh, And especially the people that had direct TV. Hey, kill me. I like good football. The Simpsons predicted Lady Gaga's performance at the Super Bowl. Kind of strange. Did you see this? In 2012, an episode of The Simpsons, they had Gaga performing in a similar outfit suspended above the crowd by a harness. So, you know, there are those people who think that. And then the big news about the Super Bowl post-Patriots victory. It's still unclear what happened to Tom Brady's stolen jersey. But Texas. Texas. They are stepping up in a major way. Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick, not that one, is calling in the Texas Rangers to help the Houston police. They didn't have a very good year. Conduct not those ones. a manhunt. <laughs> It is funny that their sports team is called that, you know? I don't know. Well, that's kind of apropos. He says, quote... Makes more sense than New York Rangers. In Texas, we place a high value on hospitality and football. Tom Brady's jersey has great great historical value. It is already being called the most valuable NFL collectible ever. It'll go in the Hall of Fame one day. I don't want anything to mar that victory. Whoever took this jersey should turn it in. What we have here is a failure to communicate. Guess how much the jersey's worth? Early estimates. A billion. Nope. $283,000. Early estimates. Under, I win. Good Lord. (laughs) That's right. Bill, you can't go over. The that's Boston that. Globe the didn't thing. have much faith in their hometown team. They sent out an early edition of the newspaper yesterday morning with the font, or the front page headline, A Bitter End, with a photo of Tom Brady hunched over in defeat. After he threw the pick six and a then great shot. dove to try to tackle him, yeah. Great shot. I wish that that was the case. The guy who stole the jersey 
could be in some big, big time trouble. All right. The value of the jersey would have the dramatic impact on the degree of the crime charged. Like other states, states rather, Texas assigns very different penalties for theft, which refers to intentionally taking property that the thief knows belongs to someone else. The penalties does it depend on who did it? Widely. <laughs> I'm guessing if you're tan, you might get a longer sentence. On the value of the stolen item or items, for example, a stolen item worth between $500 and $1,499 is punishable by up to one year in jail as a misdemeanor offense. But if the stolen item is worth between $1,500 and $20,000, the thief can be charged with a felony and face up to two years in prison. A stolen item worth $20,000 and $100,000, felony of third degree. Texas law, punishable by 10 years in prison. The maximum prison sentence increases to 20 years if the stolen item is worth between hundred grand and two hundred grand. What about a stolen item worth $200,000 or more? In Texas, the thief of such a high-value item has committed a felony in the first degree and faces between five years and 99, yes, 99 effing years in jail. Good Lord. So, since this is worth $400,000, the person who gets caught in the state of Texas could be looking at what's tantamount to life in prison. If I had that jersey, I'd burn it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, I'm destroying the Doesn't mean the you evidence. wouldn't get busted. If you have it, you can't put it on eBay. Right. Oh, no, no. This you got to is... go black market. Yeah. yeah. You got to fence it to somebody that's like, this is like Thomas Crown Affair stuff. Right, yeah. So this is James Bondish. You just hang, frame it, hang it up in your, your basement. <laughs> right. Here's, Tell uh, your friends. Is hey. OJ still in jail? <laughs> this was Goodell getting booed. What NFL football is all about. Oh. Robert, you know how hard these are to get. <laughs> and this is your fifth uh, under your leadership. Uh, Coach Belichick. Why doesn't anybody like Brady. me? What an unbelievable achievement from your organization. Congratulations to your organization, to your fans, to your community. We're so proud of you. Take your Super Bowl trophy home to New England. Uh, he should have stopped and be like, hey, guys, you realize you're booing the guy that destroyed the tapes for Spygate? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I burnt those tapes. How'd you like me to bring those tapes back out? I didn't hear any boos then. <laughs> did you watch Channel 11 News this morning? If you did. Hey, the DBE Morning Show. Next Monday, I'll be hosting, well, emceeing, Sheer to Beard, the seventh annual beard shearing of Brett Kiesel, February 13th at Jurgles Rhythm Grill. Kiesel will be on the show tomorrow with us. Uh, and all proceeds benefit Children's Hospital of Pittsburgh UPMC Cancer Program. Special guest, Sean Michaels, the original HBK. That's right. We're partnered with Sport Clips. Come visit us at Jurgles. Tickets available at jurgles.com and dve.com. Once again, all proceeds from Brett the Diesel Kiesel Sheer to Beard 7 benefit Children's Hospital of Pittsburgh UPMC Cancer Programs. And uh, Shawn Michaels will be there along with Steelers past and present. And I'm sure that yeah, you guys will be there. Steelers TV will have uh, you'll have some cameras there, right? Oh, yeah, we'll be there. I'm excited. It It is the most unique event in all of the NFL. He doesn't even play for the team anymore, and they still pack the house for people to cut his beard off. Well, and he still had to glow, grow a playoff beard. Right. Well, he he grows it all year, though, I know, doesn't it's he? Cra- it's crazy. Well, I, th- I think he gives it some time. I feel like when he played, he used to shave it, so it was always in February. Maybe let it go a little bit, and then once training camp started, I think that's when it was no shaving, if, I, if I'm if i correct. But, yeah, we'll obviously be there. I'm, I'm very excited about it. The iconic beard comes off once again. Be there next Monday, 
February 13th at Jurgles. Pursuit has got your sports coming up when we return here on the DVE Morning Show. Did you watch Channel 11 Sports? Mike Pursuta with your sports right now on the DVE Morning Show. Mike, a little hockey news sort of breaking this morning here as you're about to uh, begin your sports cast. No parade in Boston for one guy, huh? No, sir. Bruins coach Claude Julien. He's not going to be dancing in the streets. Relieved of coaching duties. Don't you love it when they say relieved? Relieved. Like they're doing him a favor. Oh, thank God. You know, you've got a lot of duties, and we're just going to relieve you of that burden of having a job. We're going to relieve you of having to cash your check. Yeah, General Manager Don Sweeney announcing that uh, Claude Julien has been gassed. Bruins are 26, 23. Yeah, gassed sounds a little like that's the other end of the the spectrum. Yeah, gassed. He has been beheaded. Eliminated. Wait, hold on. 26-23-6 for 58 points through 55 games. Assistant coach Bruce Cassidy will assume interim head coaching duties. Claude well, Julien was in his 10th season with the Bruins. That's a long time in the National he Hockey League. Those are some big underpants to fill. With duty. As for the Penguins, the Sports This Hour, by the way, is brought to you by Giant Eagle. The Penguins will be hosting the Calgary Flames tonight, 7 o'clock at PPG Paints Arena. And on your Penn's flagship, 105.9, the X. Uh, the Penguins will not have Carl Haglin. Head coach Mike Sullivan said yesterday that Haglin uh, is in the concussion protocol. And they're also going to be without Evgeny Malkin. Malkin ruled out yesterday by Sullivan, although yesterday a significant day for Malkin because he was able to practice with the Penguins once again. He's missed the last four games and will miss his fifth consecutive game tonight, but he's getting better. Uh, I feel better. I mean, it's uh, first step. Uh, yesterday I skated myself, my individual practice. Uh, today it's a uh, step forward, like keep skating with team, and uh, after practice a little bit extra, and uh, feeling good, like uh, day by day, but it's uh, I hope it's a uh, feel better tomorrow, and uh, we see what's going on. Could be a big night for Sidney Crosby. He is three points shy of becoming the 86th player in NHL history to reach 1,000 career points. Crosby's trying to also become the sixth player to do that while wearing a Penguins jersey. Paul Coffey, Mario Lemieux, Ron Francis, Joe Mullen, and Yarmer Yager rang up career point number 1,000 previously while playing for the Penguins. And uh, whether he gets it or not, Crosby will appear in his 700. And 53rd game tonight, that'll tie Jean Pronovo for third place on the Penguins' all-time games list behind Lemieux's 915 and Yager's 806. Crosby uh, and the Penguins will take on Calgary at 33-13-5, 71 points. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That's seven behind the caps in the Metropolitan Division. Washington has played two more games than has Columbus and Pittsburgh, the Blue Jackets, also 
have 71 points. Malkin uh, feeling pretty good yesterday after rejoining his teammates for practice and his rehabilitation and feeling good enough uh, even to discuss his exclusion from the top 100 list that the NHL unveiled at the All-Star Game to celebrate the league's centennial season. I'm trying to forget. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> no, I mean, it's. Uh, I'm proud what team say, what uh, Mario say. I'm proud of my family, fans, and uh, my uh, my friends. Uh, they support me, you know. It's, uh, I do my best. I mean, it's uh, what I can do is nothing. And uh, all hundred... Hundred players is legend. It's uh, they deserve be this list, but it's uh, maybe I win a couple more trophies, couple more Stanley Cups, and uh, maybe next year in the NHL hundred one year, and maybe they send me great black jacket, and uh, <laughs> I will be number hundred one. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, increase it. Yeah. Increase it to hundred one. Like a guy with goals, right? That's right. You know, uh, boy, just listening to him speak and trying to figure out what he's saying is like its own mind game. It's like playing Sudoku. Well, I mean, look, maybe he had the inside track and figured and knew that there was no point in learning English and that we all needed to learn Russian. He has saying he was clairvoyance. Yeah, yeah. He's always struck me as that kind of guy. Is he the most (laughs) out of breath interview you've ever heard, other than maybe I don't know, Marky Mark? Uh, Hey, how's, do you think how's your season going? Do you think he? Oh, so obviously let's go. Go. Like how you transition. Can we both just take a break here and catch our breath? Welcome to the oxygen interview. <laughs> what, do you think you would be better at Russian than he is at English after ten years? Definitely not. No question. You would be. I don't know if I would be. I can understand Gino. It depends. It just takes yeah. me a little bit. It depends. Am I living over there like he's, like, am I making a living there? Yeah, but you're living with English people. Like, he lived with Sarge for how long? You know, he's basically speaking Russian nonstop. George, how long was George employed as his translator? Well, George is uh, a ticket guy. Oh, so it was the dual yeah. role. He just helped him out. Okay. Although I haven't heard Malkin say ah yet, so he's got a ways to go. It is, it, in his defense, learning English and having to do it in Pittsburgh has to be incredibly <laughs> difficult. <laughs> because somebody would probably try to teach him something, then yeah. he'd go out in the world and, and hang out with the citizenry right. and think, wait, this is not how they say. Yes. Oh, my God, that would be hilarious. Just to hear him <laughs> say yins and Oh, he said it before. That. He's, he's dropped the yins yeah. before. I'm going to give him half a pass for having to do it here. All right. Little Steeler news yesterday as well. Cornerback Justin Gilbert released. Steelers traded for Gilbert this past season as they had for cornerback Brandon Boykin last season. Neither one of them ended up panning out. And an interesting tweet from the Browns' Joe Thomas, a former teammate in Cleveland, quote, If you don't like football, it doesn't matter how talented you are. Your star will burn out quick. That is curious to say the least. Can't really tell you much about Gilbert other than he arrived with a ton of baggage. Didn't necessarily see it. A lot of baggage being an issue in Pittsburgh, but I uh, never really got to know him very well, and he didn't play very much. And moving on, I guess, is the way to sum that up. Speaking of moving on, 
According to the Westgate Sportsbook in Las Vegas, your New England Patriots are the favorites to win it all next year at 5-1. to one. Dallas is second at 8-1, to one, and the Steelers are third at 10-1. to one. The Falcons, Packers, and Seahawks are next on the board at 12-1 to one to win it all. And if you like to play long shots, the 49ers and Cleve Brownies are 300-1. to one. <laughs> Could always be worse. Yeah, that's just a sad bet that four people from Cleveland will make. Yeah, 300 to 1. You never know. Any given Sunday. Right? I, I know. Yeah. I actually do know, yeah. The Browns should actually be more than anybody else. The 49ers ought to be mortally wounded by this being included on the same line as the Browns. Look at how far they've dropped. It's like, wait a minute. We've at least won previously. Major League Baseball, according to ESPN, is contemplating a couple of rules changes. Uh, according to ESPN, uh, Major League Baseball wants to change the strike zone, raising it an estimated two inches to the top of the hitter's knees. So make it smaller. The league would also like to eliminate... Make the, the games longer. Or just force the pitchers to serve it up down the middle and... Than the count. More yep. offense. Forcing offense. Uh, the league would also like to uh, end the throwing of four pitches for an intentional walk and just have the team declare if that guy goes to No way. Phase. That's no. You got to do that. I think you should have to do it too. I'm with you. In a pressure situation? I've seen it screwed yeah. up. Yeah. And it's hilarious when it happens. It's the best. So what? They don't have to throw it at all? That's or the, just that's the first the, one? No, that's the proposal. They wouldn't have to throw it at all. Just no, that's I don't like that. The guy there. Don't like that one. Uh, the union is in the process of getting feedback from its players on the changes. Stay tuned on that. Latest AP College Hoops Top 25, Gonzaga, Villanova, Kansas, Louisville, and Oregon. West Virginia drops to number 13 from number 7 after losing Oklahoma State on Saturday. Tonight, number 21, Maryland visits Penn State. Good deal, Mike. Jason Mackey chronicled. In the Post-Gazette yesterday, Sidney Crosby's run-in with some fans. He does some great work, by the way. A Mackie, lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. I think he's really had a great year. Really popped in the really last enjoy, year. Really once he figured stuff. Once he finally figured out who he's working figured for. Figured out who he works for. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's he a has, big part uh, of it. He's played for a lot of teams. Yeah, but he's found a home, I think. Uh, at any rate, uh, Jason uh, chronicling this. Uh, Beth Hunter Barrett and Brent Kramer from Carnegie. Went to visit PPG Paints Arena on Monday, part of a corporate meet and greet with Verizon and UPMC. They went there, you know, thinking, I will watch a few minutes of Penguins practice, maybe get to see a couple players. But they got a lot more than that. Hunter Kramer, their five-year-old, has a rare genetic mutation called GRIN1. He uses a wheelchair to get around. The family loves hockey. Because the uh, contrast and colors on television make it easier for his brain to process what's happening, which is uh, fascinating. On Monday, Sidney Crosby was not one of the players that the Kramers were scheduled to meet, but he approached them anyways. He maneuvered through the crowd in the dressing room to get to them. You know, Sid saw a kid in a wheelchair and he goes over there and he's like, Hey, I'm Sid. And uh, Brent, the dad, said, we were like, yeah, yeah we know. <laughs> We've heard of you. 
<laughs> so he first stopped to acknowledge them when he was walking to the ice for practice, and uh, he hung around till he got Hunter's attention. Because of Hunter's condition, he can't walk or talk, and his vision is not great. Hockey tends to be one of the things he reacts to most, especially the way Kramers watch games, routinely cheering and dancing together. You know, they make it like a, the living room's going crazy when the game's on. After the introduction, Crosby wanted to know more about them and asked them about hockey and how often they come to games and what they thought of the Super Bowl. You know, Sid was just being personable with them. Small talk. Then he left, and they thought, that was really, really cool. A superstar just stopped by and spent some time with us. Doesn't get any better than that. And then it did. Came back. He had a stick, he signed, gave it to him, and uh, mom, Beth Kramer, said, I'm still trying to process it. It's still a little unbelievable. Later, Marc-Andre Fleury chatted for about 10 minutes and gave Hunter one of his own sticks, signed. Not bad for nine-month-old Barrett's first visit. Jason Mackey writes to PPG Paints Arena or Hunter's first trip this season. Now, I know stuff like that happens all the time, and we don't hear about it. On the Steelers' end, Troy Polamalu famously visited Children's Hospital regularly, every week, week without attention. Would literally go in the back door. Uh, But I think it's important every once in a while to remember how much good these guys are capable of doing and that they don't skirt that responsibility, that they are there to do that. And it's, it's good. It makes you realize that these guys are the kind of the people you want them to be. And, uh, boy, when you hear that story about uh, about Hunter, you know, Warms how do you not heart. feel great for for that moment that that kid had and that and those parents watching their son who must have just been the best awestruck the yeah. by it? And it's, it's a great point by you. We don't publicize it enough. Nobody does because it doesn't get ratings and clicks and it's not – sexy and and people don't want to hear it but all the teams have people employed to coordinate these uh interactions with the community and a lot of guys on a lot of the teams go far and beyond that but yeah there's stuff going on all the time all the uh, time and we just ignore it because nobody wants to hear it and in the in the age of social media it's almost like if they don't post or there's not a story about it like people think it didn't happen and it's it's happening right yeah it's pretty cool it's nice job 87 Dwight D. Eisenhower. Connected to Pittsburgh. Connected to the world. The DVE Morning Show. Entertainment and music news, contests, and more. Get it all at DVE.com. Hey, Valentine's Day is going to be here before you know it, but you don't have to panic. It's not something you have to sweat between now and then. Pro Flowers has your Valentine's Day answer, and that answer will be delivered right to your door. Pro Flowers is offering two dozen assorted roses and a free glass vase for just $29.99 plus shipping and handling. You can also go big time. You can upgrade to two dozen long-stemmed assorted roses with a premium vase and chocolate for a mere $9.99 more. All you have to do is go to proflowers.com and use my code Mike P. The roses will brighten any room. They will brighten any mood. They always do that at our house year after year. This year is no different. You can't beat the price or the convenience. You can't beat the quality. Pro Flowers has been delivering since 1998. And you can't beat Pro Flowers' seven-day freshness guarantee. 
But the only way to take advantage of this Valentine's Day special is to go to proflowers.com, click the blue microphone in the top right corner, and type in my code, Mike P. That's proflowers.com, blue microphone, Mike P. Simple. That's all it takes, but the offer expires soon, so don't delay. Take the guesswork out of Valentine's Day this year. Order today from Pro Flowers. It's good news. It is the DVE Morning Show. DVE Winterfest coming up February 17th. Mr. Small's Theater featuring Gene the Werewolf, Andre Costello and the Cool Miners, the Wooly Coats. That's the Clark's uh, Hawkeyes mashup band that we had in studio. Lo-Fi Delphi, a great new band. Uh, We always have people asking us, hey, uh, I want to learn more about local bands because, you know, I heard this band on the coffee house. Who should I go see? So we're efforting here to put together nights where you get to come and see it for free. And plus, if you haven't been to Mr. Small's in a while, man, they have really done wonders with that place. And it is like a new building. Plus, upstairs, that fun house they have there, Mm -hmm. it's badass. Clinton Clegg is going to be doing a Clinton Clegg and Friends show. He's basically put a band together, and I was talking to him the other day about it, and I think that's going to be real special. That's going to be the after party. That starts at 11 o'clock. All of these are free. The Winterfest shows February 17th at Mr. Small's. Gene the Werewolf, Andre Costello and the Cool Miners, the Wooly Coats, Lo-Fi Delphi, and uh, the after party with Clinton Clegg, and that is free. Free 99. Free. I mean, you can't beat that, man. Good it's stuff. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, yeah. Very much looking forward to it. So once again, uh, we will see you guys there on February 17th. Oh, I had the Gene and Werewolf queued up. What happened? Wolf. Wolf. They're Wolf. They're Castle. This is from their latest. Here's Gene the Werewolf, DBE. Gene the Werewolf. They're Wolf. They're Castle. There on February 17th at Mr. Small's Theater, they'll be uh, performing for free. It's part of the DVE Winterfest show with Andre Costello and the Cool Miners, the Wooly Coats, and Lo-Fi Delphi, Clinton Clegg, and friends with the after-party show upstairs. Clinton Clegg from the Common Heart, of course. Uh, Mike Minda will be uh, the guitar player from the Common Heart. Going to be uh, sitting in with him on that one. Don't miss. He's pretty good. Yeah, he's, he's pretty good. He's pretty good, huh? Guy can shred. That's ridiculous. 22-year-old guitar phenom. That's a free show. Once again, coming up February 17th. Brought to you by the fine folks at WDBE and iHeartRadio Station. Did you watch Channel 11 News this morning? What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.